Let's open the word of God. And before we do that, let's bow our heads and say a prayer. Thank you, Father, for giving us the opportunity to come to church. We're healthy. We can come. And we come to worship you, Lord. And we thank you that you have given us this time to come and hear your word. May we hear your voice, not mine. And may we continue to study the word of God, to abide by it, and to be set an examples for everyone who comes in touch with us. Bless us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, I want to read a verse to you from Matthew, two verses, chapter 4, verses 18 and 19. So, I begin with this, these two verses. And walking by the Sea of Galilee, that's Jesus Christ, Walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. The word follow me attracted my attention uh, last two weeks. And I said, "Uh uh-huh, I want to preach on it uh, as soon as I can. And here I am. I did not change my mind at all. I, as soon as I can, is today. Well, you know that down through the centuries, even to this hour, the invitation of our Lord to the fishermen on the shores of Lake Tiberias is still open and extended to all who will follow. That sets up the subject that we're going to talk about briefly. And this subject is the invitation is still open. As it were, 2,100 years ago or so, it is still today. There is an invitation today to any person to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to tell you something. It's an invitation to a new life. Yes, or call it a new experience. This invitation is not to come to a great wedding or a dinner in the mansion of a well-renowned person. It's not an invitation to the mayor's residence nor to the governor's birthday celebration. No, 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 no. It was a call To follow Jesus. An invitation to follow him. And where did he go to say recruit people? 
he went to the Sea of Galilee. He was walking there, and this is what he did. And he went to some unknown people. Fishermen. I mean, no one visits fishermen or they do some visitation. All they do is go to the sea, try to catch the fish and sell it in the market. So he went there to see and get some people because he is God incarnated. He knew everything and he, he knew what to do, who to recruit and to go to. So they were fishermen. He got the, he got the first two. And he asked them, follow me. No more. Two words. Follow me. They followed. Without asking, what for? Where are we going? And I, I don't think that they were... They will ask, or they ask him, where are we going? They were by the Galilee Lake there, and there was no one inside. But they followed him without knowing what the future holds for them. Isn't that something? What the future holds for them. That reminds me of an old story in the Bible. True fact, when God appeared to Abraham and he asked Abraham the question, Abraham, I, I better read it because I might forget a few things here. In uh, Genesis chapter 12, here we go. The Lord said to Abraham, first verse, go forth from your country, from your relatives, from your father's house to the land which I will show you. He didn't even tell him where to go. And let me ask you a question. Did Abraham say, oh, oh God Almighty, uh, where am I going? Give me some directions. In chapter 12, verse 1, I will show you where to go. And he did the same with these two, first two disciples. Follow me. Where are we going? Lord, where are we going? It's none of your business. I will send you according to the need and my wish. I will train you. Until he recruited 12. 12 men, unknown, uneducated, yet willing to follow. The question today for us as a church if the Lord told you, follow me, would you follow without any question?
without excuses, without digging, digging in your uh, heart just to come up with a little excuse because I don't know where I'm going and uh, maybe I can give him a valid reason that I cannot go. No, not at all. Not at all. Twelve men. He recruited them. And, as we said, uneducated. If you want to recruit people so you can use in a big project as this coming, as the project that he used them for, okay, you would go, you, you'd think with me that you'd go to the most uneducated people who have degrees and you, who you can use, who, who you can trust, but the Lord knows everything. I will train them. I will show them and show the world. The people I use can change the world. We have no excuse whatsoever. When the Lord calls us, when the Lord speaks to you, I want you to take this responsibility. Just follow me. Just rely on me. I will train you. He trained them. I will educate you. The right education. And I will use you. What an opportunity, don't you think? It's an invitation with a great opportunity. The Lord needed men who are willing. Men who can seize the opportunity. Who can obey. Who could do it. Are they qualified? Did they say, we're not qualified? You know, you know, Lord, the point of it. You know what we are. We are a bunch of fishermen. And many other things, tax collector and others. But the point of it is, they were not experienced in the job he wanted to offer them. And you know what? Because the Bible says they were fishermen, no more than that. They know hard labor. They are acquainted with perils of the nature. They are patient because fishing, those people who go fishing, they know they have to be very patient to catch the fish they are. And especially with the kind of work they do, they work hard. They work hard. And the Lord looked at that. He said, hey, I will, I will train them. Are you ready? 
whatever your qualifications are. If he wants you to serve in your church, if he wants you to do some good work for him, if you take the call and put you to work in some project, he says, I don't know, I know nothing about it. Would you trust the Lord that he will train you? He'll take good care of you. He'll, he'll find a way to get you trained and so you can go and work in the field of the Lord. Follow me. That's the challenge we have this morning. Follow me. Would you follow him? Would you say, yes, sir, I will go? Yes, Lord. You know that he can mold you? According to his own image. And when they completed their training, let me ask you a question. Did he send them out to the world? Did he say, tell them, you go? You go do your own thing? No. You go back fishing for fish? No. Because the order was, follow me, and the word after it, I will make you fishers of men. That's the job. That's the work I want to send for. Because we don't have enough workers. And that's why he went along that Sea of Galilee and recruited these men. Twelve men. Yes, the Bible says uneducated. But... They were like philosophers. Why? Those who are well-educated, you know what they said about them? When they saw their performance, uneducated, unlearned, they knew that they were with Jesus. Follow me. The call was done over 2,000 years ago. And it's still the call is for you and me. Follow me. I am not educated. I don't know anything about. Do you know how to witness? Can you give your testimony? We didn't do it the last year. Because we didn't have a chance because of COVID-19. But can you open your mouth and say, I, Lord, you have given me a new life. I want to tell others what you have done for me. That's all.
doesn't take much. And they did. And they did. After molding him, molding them and training them and stayed three, almost three years with them. Then he told them, go to the world. Go. Preach. Wow, they became preachers. Teach. Teachers. And baptize. Did they do it? That challenge is for us today. We've been sitting for almost two years. But things look that we are going to start going back toward normal. And that's why we're working very hard to normalize our church times and services so we can go back and obey the call. Go and preach and teach and baptize. Which, Lord, I can say, I hope you all say with me, Lord, we will do it. No excuses. We've been sitting for a long time. And the invitation is still valid. The way it was said then, it is now. The Lord is talking to each one of us. And this is the challenge that we are going to face in the coming months. Okay. Follow me. It packs a lot. These two words... They pack pack a lot, and we need to. We need to listen. We need to obey. Did they obey the call? Yes. Did they accept the invitation? Yes. No questions about pay. No questions about benefits. No questions what's in it for me. No questions about retirement. Like people, he did not offer even wages. Their attitude, Lord, use us the way you please. And may the Lord help us to say, Lord, use us in a way that you please. He knows your gift. He knows how much you can do. He will not send you to a place or ask you to do anything responsibility that you'll not be able to do it. And the promise was, was, follow me, I will make you fishers of men. A better job. It's always. He told Abraham, he told Abraham, Abraham, go out. Listen to this. Go out. Just surrender everything to me. I will show you where to go. Listen, but it comes with a promise. The Lord will not ask you to follow without telling you when he needs, we're telling you what you will be or you will do or the result of following me. I will make you. What? Oh, Abraham, you went there. Just, just get out and go according to your, my will. Obey my orders. Okay? And what? 
I will make you a great nation. Who? From an unknown man. A great nation. More. I will bless you. That's enough for me. For God to bless me. I will bless you. And make your name great. Wow. And so you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you. And the one who curses you, I will curse. Are you willing? Are you ready? It's a call with a promise. This is always the Lord. When he calls you for something, there's a promise. Follow me. You will be better. I'll make you fishers of men. And the Lord fulfills his promises. When these 12 men went out and started preaching the gospel or giving their testimony, the first, the first message that Peter did, how many people he won for God? 3,000. 3,000 men and women. Can you believe that? I will make you. That's the promise and it's fulfilled. That's the promise for Abraham and it's fulfilled. Abraham lived 175 years. 175 years. And at a certain time, he was one of the richest men in the land. Obedience to the call. Are we? Are we believers? We have a challenge coming. And we need to start working. And we need to start obeying like these disciples obeyed. Are we ready? Do you think they reacted well? Yes? Okay. I can't hear your voice, but I see your, your nod. How do you respond to these words of Jesus? And how do you see them, these words? Do you see them as a mere conversation uh, uh, recorded over 2,000 years ago? And it's different now. Different. Everything is different. Mm. Is it something that belongs to the ancient past, to the old days? Things have changed. Our society have changed. Just remember what happened when these people he called followed him and what they became. What they became. No one said, I am no good, I'm not fit. I'm not qualified. The Lord will qualify you. The Lord will train you. The Lord will be with you to do the job he wants you to do. Just follow him. Just follow him.
And you know, look at the results. He left 12. Can you count the millions today that became Christians, that accepted the Lord as their Savior? I mentioned 3,000 at the very beginning with Peter. Then 2,000 were added. And the Bible says, and many were added as the days go by. They stunned the world. And if God is, be, is with us, who can be? They changed the world. At a certain time, it was written in chapter 17, they turned the world upside down. These fishermen, these fishermen, suppose this call, I challenge you already, but more. Suppose this call is addressed to you today. And Jesus comes and whispers, said, Adol, follow me. What would Adol do? I didn't want to name any other one, but I dare name Mike. Mike, follow me. What would Mike do? Huh? What would you say? What would be the response? Would it be a quick Response like the disciples, they didn't open their mouths. The Bible did not record anything they said, except they followed. Except they followed. Or would you come up with excuses? I looked in the Bible, and look, many people find excuses. May God help us not to look for excuses when we are asked to serve the Lord in every, any given function. Look what happened. One person told Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus told him. He knew. He knew what he means. The foxes have holes. And the birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. You want to follow me still? The Lord said to another, follow me. You know what he said? Permit me first to go and bury my father. Excuses. Another told the Lord, I will follow you, Lord, but first permit me to say goodbye to those who are at home. In other words, I am not going to follow. I am not going to accept the invitation. And the invitation is wide open. And when you, we accept the invitation and add, accept it and say, Lord, this is me. This is Adol. Take me and mold me and change me. If you are unsaved this morning, and the Lord said, young man, young woman, follow me. Young lady, the Lord says, follow me. 
come give me your heart, what would you say? I have to finish my studies first. What a bad excuse. You know, if you follow him and take him as your savior, he will help you succeed in your studies. He will change you to be a wonderful person. He will help you reach your goals in life. It's because you have given your life to him and you have acknowledged the call. Follow me. And you followed him. And you think you'll make it on your own and you have given him excuses. I have to stay late every night to study, to finish this thesis, to finish these studies. You know what I'm talking about, especially those who are going to college. I pray with all my heart that he will help you if you give him all. Say, that's my, that's my life. That's my future. Was Abraham's future good? Did it turn out to be good? Tell me. Did it turn out to those disciples and the thousands who gave their hearts to the Lord and served him? I, we have doctors who serve him, engineers who served him, and many people and common people who served him. And guess what? They have all succeeded in life and achieved their goals perfectly. Would you? Would you? You have goals Okay, just the first goal should be, I want to be a Christian for Jesus. Time is up. I have more on that. But, you know, I talk too much. God, last words, God is calling you. To give you a new life. Because he cares for you. He wants to save you. Unsaved. And for the believers who have been walking with Christ. He wants you to have success more. Time. Time to get up. He wants to change you. And he wants to transform you. To be a useful vessel. While you are young. He needs you. He needs you. He needs you in your church. He needs you at home. He needs you at school. He needs you at college. This is why he says. Follow me. Would you obey the call? Would you? And my suggestion. Follow him and live. Follow him and live. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Father, I pray that the hearts were open and you spoke to us. May we obey. May we, may we be responsive. And may each and every one this morning pray in their hearts.
Lord, here I am. Use me. Be with us for the rest of the day and help us, Lord, not to forget that you are calling. Follow me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.